welcome you to did the end again. I know I did it on purpose. Uh, welcome to a jumble, uh, the Jumble Bumble Crumble episode seven. <laughs> I struggled there, didn't I? Sorry, what are we called? What are we called? Jamie? Well, we were going to be called the Jumble Fumble Grumble Crumble, but I changed it because that was even more of a mouthful. But um, <laughs> yes, Jumble Bumble Crumble um, episode seven. You've only got <gasps> after this three episodes until we move on to the next oh magazine. My God. Yeah, that's so upsetting. Yeah, and we've we've thoroughly fallen in love with everybody um, oh, in this magazine so far. I feel far. so attached. Yes, I feel so attached to all like all of the girls. I feel like I want them to be my friends. I do feel like I know them it's, it's, in a weird way. It's nice as well to hear names that are not necessarily modern names, because I've been a bit angry this week about the fact that generally people over the age of sixty-five have been naming storms. Now, I don't know if you know, but the next storm, right. the next storm to hit the UK is called um, Storm Barbara, and this is the thing: it's like oh. it's it's always an old name, you know. It's they've always got awful names. Yes, but yeah. it's because the, the they put it out there. They allow people to name storms, and the only people who are bothered to name storms are over sixty-five. But it's nice to be reminded. That Barbara, Barbara, and Veronica, and Deirdre, and Edith, and all these people back in the day, <laughs> back in the seventies at least, were still hot, fine young people, not of zombie age. That is true. We have had a bus, well, a banging Veronica yes. so far. You know, like they've been great. But yeah, don't ever let people pick names for stuff. Otherwise, you end up with stupid shit like Boaty McBoatface. Like, literally, do not give the general public the option to do any of this stuff. <laughs> Still a great we name. We just balls it up. <laughs> we balls it up every time. I love how they were like, let's call it the Sir David Attenborough. Because <laughs> the only options they were given were Boaty McBoatface. Yeah, yeah. Boaty McBoatface. Just a great name. A great name. <laughs> but do you know something? Today, um, we have the opportunity now to replicate what might be what might be my favorite coupling of ladies in a 1970s porn mag of all time <laughs> i mean these photos were weird yes right without further <laughs> yes. ado let's move on to the coupling of ladies in sexy poses Yeah, they were. So let's set some context, shall we? Yes. What are their names? I don't know what. The okay, names so are. I, I as usual, have removed all of the details. Now, the thing about these girls is, at least the last girls that we've done in previous episodes have had other jobs that they're doing, whereas the mm -hmm. two women in here, and maybe that is the mark of you being able to be coupled with another naked lady, is that you then need to move from being uh, a secretary working in, you know, Brampton Park Road or, you know, Ranveig or Yasuko, who are from abroad, so therefore they're already mystique. Mm -hmm. But if you... Yes, already exotic. But if you double up the ladies, then they become professional models. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> yes. So, and uh, as you discovered in the last episode, with my failing eyesight, I have to use a torch to be able to read, um, which is a terrible thing for a man in his mid-40s to be able to admit. If there are any optometrists... I don't know. I, I, I feel like we're going, like, a little hunt through some woods or, like... I mean, it's a bit more horror story-esque, and that kind of makes sense for what we're reading out Well, anyway, this is true. But it does... It 
does feel a little bit goosebumps <laughs> having a little torch shining at me. <laughs> so it starts with the par- so this is genuinely is the first sentence it starts with. Success comes very easily to the girls who appear in Mayfair magazine. Now, do you know something? Mm-hmm. As an aside, we talked about previously about trying to find some of the girls from this magazine to be able to talk to oh, by yeah. the end of uh, you know the, the episode ten. And I'll be honest with you, it's it's working out to be far more difficult than I thought it was going to be. Ah, so slu- your sleuthing skills need to so, up their yeah, game. And if anybody's listening and they can help, please do. But uh, yeah, maybe the success does come far too easily and then you have to basically change your name and wipe any details <laughs> of you off the internet Just afterwards. Change everything about yourself. Yes. <laughs> He goes, not only does exposure between our pages mean a lot of extra cash for the girls who want to show what uh, what she's proud of, but there can be exposure of a different kind too. Take two delightful dollies, again, very sexist, <laughs> who scored large personal successes in recent issues of the magazine. 19-year-old auburn-haired Inga Britt and 24-year-old blonde Olivia Padden. Until spotted. Oh, 24. Yes. I mean, that's practically. Uh, zombie. Isn't that dead by then? Yes. Yeah, zombie. Until spotted by our photographers, Olivia en route between home and a high powered secretarial job in Manchester. Can't be just a standard secretarial, it has to be high powered. Oh, no. High powered. And Inga, au pairing in style in the Bahamas. I'm liking Inga's job. I think this is definitely O-pairing a downgrade. In style. <laughs> Both girl- <laughs> girls had regarded uh, sensational good looks and alluring sexuality. I have to turn the page now. Turn the page. Uh, as, a, as a pure pages. private perk. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Yeah, private perk. Uh, just, you know, being allure- alluringly sexual is a private perk. It goes, not so after their Mayfair appearances, each has left her previous job for the world of modelling. And a wide world it is too. With mounting modelling and photographic com- commitments throughout Europe, it took all our persuasion to coax them back for a second peeling. That's what nudity uh, was called. They're now, they're now. What was that? A second peeling, like a banana. Peel, peel. Oh, that's a horrendous way of putting it. It's not it. great, is it? But I love that they're like, oh, they're now so successful. We have to try and like tempt them back. Oh. And as as sure. we always love, it says, um, meeting in London, Libra and Gemini giggled 38, 23, 36, Inga. Both. Oh, I hate. I hate that they put the measurements. I don't. I just don't like that or get why they do that. And also, yeah, the star signs. No man has ever given a shit about what your star sign is. No, but clearly they did in 1974. It goes, um, both air signs, you see, it means we're both bright and breezy. Um, (laughs) We pursue the men, said 35, 23, 35, Olivia darkly. (laughs) Not a handsome man is safe within 50 feet. But if you're over over 50 feet away, you're safe. So don't worry. Build that barrier we'll around you. Pursue the men. Yeah, just that's brilliant. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, chimes in Inga. It works out very well. I'm quite a physical person. I like to see a man's a man. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's got a penis. Okay. He's a man. Yeah. He's a man. Great. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and 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 do you know something? They get a little bit sexier and braver because they're together. But let's talk about the photographs, right? Before we start showing our own photographs. Oh my god! So the photographs, so they are. I mean, they're very pretty. They're all set on a beach, mm. and it's a very lovely looking beach. There's 
golden sand, nice blue skies. There's a lot of tumbling and rolling around in the waves. I also feel it looks a bit like one of them is far more into it than the other one. Yes, and they've got a, they've got a thing about like wicker baskets as well. Yeah, there's like some weird poses with wicker baskets, and there's like one where they're wrapped up in a net. But yeah, there's the one which is actually the one that I've decided to do my recreation of. It's when one of them is just like awkwardly holding on to the other one's leg. <laughs> it's a really weird pose. What do you know something? It might be the case that I may have done quite similar. Now, have you done the same picture? But I might have done it from the back or the front. I don't know. So, oh. so as, as we've already already like established at this point, the you know, and and I'm going to I'm going to put it out there. But ninety-five percent of you dirty stopouts preferred the concept of seeing mine and Tor's butts than any other photograph that we put up there. And this is true. <laughs> I have got the statistics, you dirty, dirty people. <laughs> and with that in mind, I decided it was time I zhuzhed it up last week with the beret, and that was not enough. <laughs> the beret did not do the trick. No. What they want to see is gratuitous nudity. So I'm going to go first with this one. I'm going to go first with this one. And I'm just going to point out a couple of things when I send it to you. I had to heavily, heavily edit this. And do you know something? If I'd sent you the original, if I'd sent you the original, and and to be fair, even the subsequent edits, it got to a point, which I will explain after I send the photograph, that I'm like... Do you know something? We've known each other a long period of time, but even <laughs> I don't feel that it would be right to send this to tour. So, so in this challenge, because there's two girls, yes. the challenge that Jamie set was basically we have to play the role of both Correct. girls and like visually impose ourselves into the picture. So, uh, okay, are you going to send? Are yours? you ready? Are you ready? I think so. I don't know. I'm going to point out at this point that you can't unsee this. And <laughs> I've actually got my eyes closed. You like, are I, most I'm welcome. Peeking. I'm peeking at my computer screen, waiting for it to come in. <laughs> oh, Jamie sent a photo. <laughs> oh, okay, let's have a look at this. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me make this bigger. <laughs> do you really want to do that? <laughs> No, I don't. Okay, okay. So we've got a beautiful bit of photoshopping with a cloudy background and a beach. We've got Jamie facing away, holding a kind of what are you holding? I'm holding a box of old filth. A box of old filth. And then I don't know if I like this or not. You have decided to put our logo over your bare ass. <laughs> Do you want do you want to know something um uh, which is not something they tell you about nude modeling um when you're trying to make it slightly safer for worker for Instagram is that the photograph that I took it um I I, th- I thought I did a reasonably decent job of replicating the poses she had a wicker basket and yeah. um she stood um like out to sea and I want to point out actually that photograph of that beach was where I was in March before the world went to shit. And and genuinely, I was there, but I was not holding a whole... 
old box of filth on my shoulder, I might have photoshopped <laughs> that in afterwards. But the one thing that I will say about that particular pose is, as a woman, you are far more neatly tucked together than you are as a man. <laughs> and in the first photo, there was a slightly you, smaller picture... Just- of dangling out the, the Jumble Bumble Crumble where I removed my testicles and it was still not safe for work. <laughs> so, to continue on with the rest of the picture, yes. we've got Jamie standing up all prowled with his old filth with our logo over his ass. And then we have Jamie kneeling on the ground, gripping onto his own leg with a little episode seven over your crotch to to hide the nasty. Yes, even when I tucked it away like Buffalo Bill in in Silence of the Lambs, I still felt that maybe somebody somewhere could have like really like zoomed in and found a bit of Jamie junk and I thought, no. A bit of, a bit of junk. That's, I think you've done a splendid job. That's great. I mean, it's a weird photo anyway. Yes. Um, so I went for the one where she's facing forwards. Um, naked as well, yeah? Um, no, actually, <laughs> I am not naked. But I make up for my nudity in the next challenge because I set myself an extra challenge that you don't know about. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to this. <laughs> find out about that one so i am not uh i'm not i'm just gonna send it to you you can you can dissect it as it comes through right are you ready yes it's coming to you now i'm actually really proud oh my god that is so good oh do you know something (laughs) that is brilliant so you are how did you do that photoshop so well that's far better than my skills so so I, i may again have roped in my colleague andy for this one because he has photoshop on his computer and i don't have access to his computer so we may have done this as a team building activity today i need to i need to do something to get him on side because then my shots would be so much better although there's not so much nudity this is fantastic so you have you're a pirate and a mermaid and you've got a you've got an sos on your on your shoulder do you know something it'll be really interesting to see if quality or nudity are the things that get our people going. I think this could be an interesting challenge. You're right. Yeah. Like, are people going to go for the butt or are they going to go for... But yours is so good. Yeah, it's that... like two of you. Thank you. I know, it's so weird. But I just thought, like, because it, it, all the photos were really strangely posed. <laughs> yes. And in my head, I just had the idea of one of them being really awkward about it. Like, oh my God, who's this weirdo? And the other one being like, oh my God, I love you. So I thought that that's what my characters would be. Because it was at the sea, I thought Pirate and Mermaid. Oh my God, that's so good. That is really, really good. <laughs> yeah, I think you've won again. Damn it. <laughs> do, you en- do you enjoy the facial expression? Oh, I so do. Again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even my nudie Rudy body is probably not going to win this one but you know <laughs> i went full out i went full out and <laughs> who knows no one could ask for any more than that jamie <laughs> we'll let the audience decide and with that in mind we're going to move on to the second part of this show so with the second part <laughs> we um yes. so i sent a picture um but i removed the poem um, from this magazine. So there was a, 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 a quite ornate drawing of a naked lady who does not look dissimilar to Raquel Welsh. And I'm using that. I thought 
thought she was a stunning cartoon yeah, lady. Very, very stunning. Um, so she's um, got stockings and suspenders and high heels. She's kind of leaning seductively against a door with like a big pile of auburn hair yes. on the top. Uh, so I think that's been the hottest drawing in there so far, yeah, if I'm honest. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And do you know what I'm going to do firstly? I'm, I'm actually going to read you the poem, along with the weird thing that this magazine from 1974 does. Now, in the first episode, I think we talked about adverts being very strange, where they were talking about, like, you know, sex manuals from 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the influence for this particular picture, and it came under the title Eternal Oracles is from a piece of writing that was written 2,000 years ago. They like their history. Yay! Yeah. So it says, original by um, Marcus Argentin- Argentarius. Sorry, they always sound like dinosaurs. Um, an elegant <laughs> and, and varied, uh, and varied uh, ep- epigrammist. He lived between the 1st century BC and the 1st century AD. Although his name is Latin, he appears to have been a Greek uh, of Greek origin. Now, don't get me wrong, but when I'm looking at a sexy picture and I'm trying to work out how this equates to 2020 years ago, I'm pretty sure that this is not the influence of the guy who was writing. But the poem here is genuinely dull as ditch water and I'm going to read it to you now. Oh. Okay, you're doing the, the shit one first. The shit one we'll first, yeah. It goes. Take off those teasing clothes and stop swinging it all as you walk. The clinging stuff is like striptease. Now you see it, now you don't. If you find that all good clean fun, I may be able to avoid exhibiting what I have to, equally obviously, through all my clothes. Apparently, Snore! written Snore 20. So 2,000 years ago, you look at that and you just go, oh, my God, that is rubbish. So Also, why have they teamed that with that picture? It makes no sense. And and for us to even try and make sense sense. of it. it's Somebody's gone, do you know what? I've got a slightly porny idea and I'm going to draw a picture and then just stick whatever words you like with it and we'll just go with that. But the thing (laughs) for me and for you as well, we both looked at the picture and we went, do you know something? We can do something with this which is far more contemporary to the work that we're looking at as opposed to what they've said. Now, again, yes. I'm going to I'm I'm going to sort of talk about where my inspiration was for this before I read my poem. Okay. Right, okay. Okay. So, in the first uh, in the first instance, I'm going to say that the woman and we will try and share her picture as well on Instagram and on Facebook. Yes, absolutely. Um, is she looks quite a lot like Raquel Welsh. And I imagined that the yellow material that she was holding at her waist might not have been a dress. And I also wanted to imagine that maybe that was my door and that was the place that I live in. So with that, I'm going to read my poem. We've got some backstory. So I'm going to read my poem and then you're probably going to floor me with your much better poem than mine. But mine (laughs) says, and it's written... From the perspective of a man, and you know something, okay. I ended up doing quite well at my A-levels just on the premise that when it came to doing my English literature, I had to compare two magazines. and uh, Sorry, not two magazines. <laughs> that would have been very close to what we're doing now. <laughs> two poems. One was written by a man. One was written by a woman uh, about Marilyn okay. Monroe. So this is kind of similar, but this is the way that I'm going to write uh, what I see from the picture. So I put, 
Okay. As I stood in the front room, my pants round my ankles, <laughs> the shocked neighbours all seeing my bits from all angles, like a knockoff Raquel from the movie Bedazzled, should have known her antics would leave me quite frazzled, her impractical smalls that had left me quite certain that she'd exit the flat with my best set of curtains. So yeah, I would give my curtains. I mean, your, your poor neighbours. Yes, absolutely, with my curtainless front. If anybody's seen uh, the first season of You uh, on Netflix, it's uh, about a guy who's a stalker. It's it's really frustrating that the woman who lives in her house would probably avoid everything if she just put curtains up. So when I read that poem, I just thought to myself, do you know what? I remember the, the ill-fated story of the woman with no curtains, and I used it as my influence for my Raquel Welsh influence See, I, I have curtains, but I definitely still flush my neighbours all the time. <laughs> and I bet they're very, very you know, appreciative. It's not my fault. You should just not look up here. Um, okay, so I have written two poems. Oh, here we go. I have... I have written a more serious poem, which I shall read out to you first. And then I have written a limerick with some photos to go along with it. (laughs) Because I couldn't resist. So I will give you my serious poem first. Are you ready? So we've got, Oh Molly, my Molly, with those curves and those hips, I lose myself in your cherry blossom lips. The way those glorious cheeks sway when you walk, Let's me know you want action. You're not after talk. As you stand there, all stockings and bra, gown in one hand, bedroom door ajar, my letter of love lies strewn at your feet, your come-hither eyes sizzling with heat. Oh, Molly, my Molly, with those curves and that bust, however will I douse this eternal lust. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> so that was my, like, proper poem. Yeah. Um, and then... I don't actually know if I want to send this. You, you, you've shared this now. They have to send it. <sighs> okay, right. I'm not sure if it's going to send this to you all at once or if it's going to send Some it to you bits. in four bits. <laughs> but I'm going to send this and then you can just read out my limerick as it goes along, okay? If I get, yeah, I'm going to try. I've sent up, oh, you've, I've sent four. Oh, photos. here we go. <laughs> because you've also worked out. That the people like a bit of <laughs> naughtiness, don't they? Yes. People like a bit of butt. They do. Oh, God, you're good at this. Right, okay, so I'm going to read this, and I'm reading it along with the people who are reading this for the first time. It says, There once was a girl called Tor who got naked to settle a score. Parental advisory, I want to point out. Um, she tripped on her gown and fell to the ground. Her nips still stuck to the door. <laughs> Oh my god, that is too good. Yeah, you've definitely won this round. I, I'm going to say that. <laughs> Your face in that third store, that third picture. I'm lying on the floor. Oh dear, that is too good. That is too good. See, guys, you've only got three episodes before we move into the second season. But I also want to point out, we're going to try, if we can... Um, and we're getting stuff together already. We're going to try and do a 
Halloween special as well. So you're going to have to look out for that as I well. I think that's only fair. Yeah, and we both like Halloween dressing special. up or not or undressing seems to be the moral <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that I take that took those photos whilst whilst I was at work today as well. So I had I had to just wait until no one else was in the unit. <laughs> And then I was just kind of like nipping around in <laughs> pants and stuff. Like, like throwing your trousers off. Honestly, I had like my trench coat with me so I could pull it on if I needed to, if someone happened to go. Oh my God, that is so good. Um, yes. And yeah, the uh, I forgot that I'd left the nipple stuck to the side of the door. So it's still so there. I was like, what the fuck is what this? What the hell is this? <laughs> They'll soon know. They'll soon, soon know. <laughs> And on that so, note, yeah, so if you, if you, I think before we pop off, I'm just gonna point out: make sure you do go to our Instagram or our Facebook to get an eyeful of these pictures. I've had a lot of people saying they're having a lot of fun listening along to the podcast with our Instagram <laughs> open at the same time. Look at the pictures. So yeah, we are at Jumble Bumble Crumble on Instagram, and just type in Jumble Bumble Crumble on Facebook, and we'll come up because it's definitely worth it for the for the picture aspect um are you going to give me a little sneak of what we're going to be looking at in the next episode oh yeah it's going to involve a lot of drawing and also oh okay and also in the next couple of episodes as well i've discovered there's a page missing from our magazine which is going to lead to its own episode yeah so watch this space we'll see you soon page missing you're so cheeky (laughs) bye everyone (laughs) 